player two has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 98 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Luigi. How are we doing? It's me, it's a Luigi. A Luigi. Hey, a pepperoni. Somebody, what was the thing at dinner? What was the thing? Uh, the spicy meatball. It's a spicy meatball. What is that from? I don't know. Just any Italian oh, person. I, I just remembered. Never mind. It was from... I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast. It was from uh, Chicken Wing Fest or whatever. When we were telling people the flavors of wings we had available, mm-hmm. one of them was like spicy, and we ended up just calling it the spicy meat ball. That's what it was from. It was Wing Fest when I like just jumped onto the back of some random go kart and just or golf cart, golf cart, and just pieced out for a while. And that was also the episode we talked about something funny. Do you know what I'm drinking, Sean? Bourbon. Bourbon mixed with Bob Mackey's tears. Oh. Wait, was that that episode? That was the Mackey episode, yeah. Was it really? Oh, then I really need to go back and listen to it again. I don't know if I can. Episode 70 or 71. Uh, If you're listening on audio, you should go to YouTube.com slash two-player-co-op to see Sean and all his Luigi glory. You're a very good Luigi. He's tall. He's skinny. I'm sure I didn't didn't get the memo, but I mean, we got a lot to talk about this week. We got a lot to talk about this week. It's a good week in games. Mario has a black mustache and eyebrows that are above his hat, but brown hair. But they correct it. No, they didn't correct it. No, well, at least now it's a dark brown. It's a dark brown. Hair looks, no, no, his hair's about the same. Yeah. yeah we'll we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. We'll get to that. Uh, if this is the first time you're seeing us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. This is our weekly podcast here from the guys at Two Player Co-op, where we get together together. Every week, we BS at the beginning. Sometimes we dress up. We talk about what we've been playing. Then we talk about what we think you need to know about as far as gaming news goes for the last week. Then we play everybody's favorite game, the Back of the Box Challenge. That's how the podcast goes. If this is the first time you're seeing us, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Share the video with your friends. We're on a quest to get to 500 subs before we get to episode 100, which is now just two weeks away. Speaking of which, if you haven't already watched the hype video, check it out. We had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, it's very, very stupid. It was like a minute and a half stupid long. And so much fun. We recorded for about 25 minutes, cut it down to a minute It took and me half. longer to edit that than it does Let's Plays, I think. Uh, so if you haven't already watched it, go check it out. And spoiler alert, basically what we're saying is for episode 100, we want to make it all about you. Um, so send in your, your, your questions, your topics, your comments, your questions, whatever you got. I may have said questions twice. It's okay. Lots um, of questions. So yeah, that's how episode 100 is going to go down. I don't think we still quite know the exact date sunday november 12th 7 p.m central yes let's do it we'll be live in same two-player co-op channel same two-player co-op time if you watch us on sunday nights it'll be the same time yeah but yeah, so episode 100 is all about you guys. Send us anything you want us to talk about. We're going to go through the normal stuff like we do on a normal podcast. We won't go for three or four hours, I promise you that. Unless you guys send we me three or four hours day. worth of questions. But we got to work the next day, and that's for the best. But yeah, we've actually been doing this for almost two years now, which is insane. Uh, so we're going to celebrate with episode 100. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Thank you guys so much. And again, we're almost at 500. We're at 488, I think. We gained eight the last week. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Get one a day. We'll be there. So we're trying to get to 500 by the time episode 100 airs. You know what you need to do. Thank you guys so much. What's up? 
What's up? Um, this guy has a birthday tomorrow. So we're recording this. This is a Halloween edition, apparently. This is the... Actually, you're watching this on Halloween. That's what I'm saying. That's, hey, that's, yeah, that's this is perfect. You got it. Uh, so yesterday, as you're watching this, was this guy's birthday. However, we're recording this on Sunday, where tomorrow is this guy's birthday, and we had a birthday party for him last night also. Mind blown. How's it feel to be almost 33? Uh, it feels good to Hashtag be... Hashtag Team Young, Logan. Almost, 33. I'm almost... 33 years old, Logan. Almost... Logan. 30 years old. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, I don't know. It just... I don't even... Birthdays are dumb when you get this old. I just don't care. Like, yeah. I'm not even... I'm well past the point of being excited about my birthday. I'm already kind of past the point about being depressed about my birthday. Now I just don't care. Oh, I don't care. Like, once I... 30 was like... Oof, 30 was kind of depressing. 31, whatever. 32, whatever. Now what it's did 33. You do? What'd you do for your 30th? A blowout? I... So I did it kind of, I mean, I didn't, I just, I did what I did. My 29th birthday, we were in Cancun. That would have been a good way to go in the 30th, but that was the year before. 30th, a buddy of mine was throwing like a big Halloween party. I was Batman. I was real drunk. I was just, yeah. Um, Because I'm Batman. I'm glad you finally watched that now. Oh, the how it should, how it should have, have ended, ended. Or whatever. Because I'm Batman. Um, yeah, I didn't do. Whoops, I didn't do anything <laughs> special. Just, this is really tough to do anything with. See, um, my 29th, I don't think I did anything. My 30th, we all went down. Was that Beale Street? That was the Beale Street. That was the cartwheels yeah. and the Club 152 and lots of drinking and dancing and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then last year for 35, we just went and played video games at Rec Room and then we played Monopoly. Played some Monopoly, which was a blast. That was awesome. That's um, right. <laughs> Four days after I found out we were having Eliza, and I was like, I didn't know it was Eliza yet. I was just like, I don't know how this happened. I, I mean, you know. Anyways, wow, it's crazy. So yeah, two days from now was Game Seven of the World Series a year ago, and that's when I found out when you and Brittany were over watching it, and Jess texted me, and she never came. Oh, out. that's right. And I had to just be like, yeah, babe, babe, baseball, yeah, baseball, <laughs> baby, 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 baby. baby. Uh, uh, so yeah, please. happy birthday to this guy. Yes, happy birthday to me. Thank you, thank you. Um, so what's been up? We'll talk about that later. Yep. Um, oh, start. I know I can't really talk about it, but I started Stranger Things. Uh, I'm three episodes in. It's really, really good. Okay. I think it's one of those things I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. There's a chance it's going to be better than the first season, mm. but it's one of those things. That's insane. Where if it actually is, that's insane. It's one of those things where. It, even if it is better, it's like it it'll never be. top it just because it was just new and uh, I don't know. But Jurassic World couldn't be better than Jurassic Park. Right. No matter but how good I'm, it was, which I'm it was amazing. Trying to look at it completely objectively, it may end up being better than one. Better okay. than you know the first season. Um, but we'll see. I'm digging it. Um, it's nine episodes instead of eight. Which whatever. Oh, okay, I'm good. Fine. That's what I was wondering. So I'm a third of the way through. Um, yeah, I can't really talk about it because he hasn't seen it. Some of you probably haven't seen it, so I'm not even going to say anything other than it's very, very good. Uh, if there's anybody out there that hasn't watched season one, go back and watch that. Do yourself a favor. You can binge it over like a couple nights if you really wanted to. Get caught up and then get right into season two. Before I forget, do they give you a last season on? No. Oh, damn it. Nope. I kind of wish they did because I feel like there's a lot of... 
I feel like I could. I feel like there's an IGN details. video or something for that. There, it's like I'm a sure one minute recap it. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But no, they don't do anything like that. They they get right into it and yeah, very good. Um, <sighs> other than that, I don't know. Friday was obviously a big day with Stranger Things and Mario Jigsaw. I want to see. I haven't seen it yet. But then after Halloween, I'm gonna be like, why would I see why? this now? But I'm not gonna see it before Halloween, so I don't know. Right. Maybe next weekend if I'm not doing anything, or even during the week sometime, maybe I'll go see it. But I definitely want to see it. I'm a sucker for all that like gory torture kind of like hostile and. See, I mean, hostile to me, was like saw, so stupid. It, it was, was so it was just over the top. Like the eye thing, I was like, this doesn't. It, it should grow, but it doesn't even look real. You know, so right. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, it was just. But like Saw, one of my all-time favorite movies. The first Saw, yes. When he's spoiler, the alert, acting is kind of so so. Well, the acting was, but you had Monica Potter such and Carrie cool Elwes, who are good story. actors. Yeah. And the whole time you thought it was Zep and all, and then when he freaking stands up, I'm like, yeah. Oh, you gotta be kidding! Like, not since the Sixth Sense have I had that happen. Yeah. Other than like the village, but that was for that made me very, very mad. That was stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I guess that's about it. <sighs> I'm having pains. Just fart. No, it's like I don't know what it is. It's a fart. I want to watch Stranger Things, but it's like because of what you just said. Friday was Assassin's Creed. Don't care about Wolfenstein two. Would like to play, but I never played the first, so I'm just like, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play it. Mario, Jigsaw, and Stranger Things. And I'm like, originally I thought, no, yeah, I'll play Mario for one night. I'll, I'll give it a try, and then I'm gonna just hit Stranger Things like three episodes a night for a couple nights. Yeah. And it'll just be done. A few nights, not a couple nights. But then I played Mario, and I don't feel the need to play Stranger Things to watch it either. To click play. Yes. So hold on a minute for that, though. I got nothing else going on. One thing I do want to talk about. Oh, one else. One yes. Other, yeah. Are you getting into that or no? Well, I was going to get into one other thing I was playing first, and then we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it. I went back again to my comfort food in Metal Gear Solid Five. I had left off last time when I had stopped playing after episode like five. Like your new game? Yeah. Okay. So I went and I did episodes six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, and then I did... Uh, the side app, which is go now. Do you still? I remember when I played through it, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm about to do it, could be anything. Episode eight, and you're like, Oh, yeah, the one where you got to blow up the tank. Like, do you still remember like what every episode? Like, I can tell you now because I've just replayed them. Yeah, um, like six is the one, it, uh, six is where the honeybee sleeps or whatever it's called. That's where you go and you get the right, the, the rocket launcher, yeah. and then you get the and, and the Metal Gear Sahelanthropus didn't look anything like he ends up looking. He looks all rocky and stuff when he's holding you. It's like he had camouflage or something. Like he didn't look like he looks at the end. Oh yeah. There's that. There's the you got to go get the um, over the not over the fence. What was it called? You got to go get the guy from that one. That it's like there's the uh, uh, um, you got to get the guy. He's inside of a building, inside of a compound. He's in the basement. You go up and he's the cybernetic guy, and that's how you start to get to uh, upgrade your arm. Um, uh, okay. You got the backup back down, which is there's the three. There's the one tank and the two trucks coming into a village, and you got to blow them all up. You can't, or Fulton them. I'm so early in the game, obviously, I can't Fulton them. So I did that. Uh, then there's the... <clears throat> Is that the one where you get bonus points, depending on how many of the vehicles? That's the next one. Oh, okay. I did that one, too. And then 10 is where angels sleep or whatever, where you just got to get that prisoner out of Lamar Hate Palace. 
and it's you go it's a long mission and there's a lot of other people that you can get for different mission tasks and stuff and then there's the side up that pops up says hey we found Huey go to Huey but the only way you can get to Huey is through the ruins and that's when (laughs) starts and I dropped a box on her head twice (laughs) picked her up sent her back home that cutscene like in the beginning of the game there's so many cutscenes and it's so good I'm like this is Metal Gear and I still love Metal Gear Solid 5 but it's like after that after you get quiet it just feels like there's a lot of... and Well, but then you go to see Huey. That's where you see the Metal Gear for the first time. The doors close. Skullface is talking to Huey. And the soldier comes up. Skullface is like, we know he's been talking to Big Boss. So then he he's like, I'm going to take my legs back, Huey. And he kicks Huey down the stairs. And he pees himself because Huey slash Hale always... Hal, not Hale. Always pees themselves. Um, and then you got to go get him. Now I'm in the mission episode 12, which I don't know. I'll probably play it next year. But that's the one where you got to go way down to where uh, you get Huey inside that base yep. and you extract him. And that's when he goes, Snake, is that? It was one of those times where I was like, oh, God, he's I'm not Big Boss, where he's like, is that you? And then he just kind of moves on. And that's when you see the AI pod and the AI pod, you shoot it. And she's like, oh, yeah. that's, oh, it's not you, is it? And again, I remember playing the first time. I was like, nope, nope, I'm Big Boss. I'm not even, I know I'm Big Boss. Uh, see, I don't even remember things like that. I mean, I, I remember it all, but again, I was so into this It's world. one of those things, I'll never go back and play it, I don't think. Yeah. But I would almost be curious. It's one of those things where, because things like that probably didn't even strike me as odd. I would have thought maybe Huey was just kind of out of it, and that's why he was like, is that you? You know, I wouldn't have thought, oh, it's because. Because like, you weren't into it all the even have, Python, Selk, and stuff like I was. Right. So, I don't know. I, I think it would kind of be fun to go back and just see those kinds of things, knowing yes. what ended up happening, but I don't think I ever will. Well, so that's this mission. mission this mission's Mission. really fun because this is one where you go and you get him, remember? You yep. pick him up and you got to go out, and that's when the freaking Metal Gear starts chasing you. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is a Metal Gear game. But then it's like after that, it's like the cutscenes just stop yeah. until it seems like they stop until you get to the part where you get Code Talker and then you fight the female skulls with their weird camera angles. Love you, Kojima. And all that, but it's just the game's so the game's so good, and it's nice doing it the way that I did, to where I've got like two hundred million GMP and a million fuel resources and biological all this other stuff, so I don't have to worry about any of that. The one thing I have noticed that doesn't carry over. At first, I wasn't really grabbing flowers because I figured that carried over too. It does not, mm-hmm. so I don't want to run out because I know you said at one point you ran out of golden crescents or whatever it was to do. Uh, your your trank the darts trank, and stuff. Yeah. So you had to. So now I'm picking up every flower right, I see. Yeah. But it's so good. It's just so good. Eventually, got Mario now. Frozen Wilds comes out in a week and a half. Nintendo said Zelda's still coming this year. There, there was an article I, on Kotaku where they I said it's coming so this down year. On that. I think it will. But why is there not a date? I don't know. The amiibo come out on know. December 10th. I mean November 10th. So maybe when that comes out that day, they'll say the the date is December maybe first or whatever that Friday is. I don't know. I have I have faith in them. So I've got that that and then I do think though, and then Battlefront in the middle of that. uh, I do think we're not going to have to wait until the end of the like the last day of the year to do our game of the year discussion this year. I think like once we get into December, we collect all our thoughts and everything. I think we can do it. In advance of the end of the year, where last year, because you had because you want to play Final Fantasy, right? I didn't know if I was going to get Last Guardian or not, and still haven't. 
Still haven't. Still just, I think that ship sailed. Eventually, it'll be a PS Plus game. It'll be like, oh, yep, I will now play that. Yeah. But what did you want to talk before before we get into the, uh, the thing? I know you don't want to, but we should talk a little fantasy football. Oh, God, you're going to talk about the trade. Well, not, well, there's the trade, but I finally won. We do, I don't know if we talk about it. We do for weeks, what, six, seven, and eight, we yes. have double headers. So we play two Which games. Which I'm, I'm trying to get rid of it. Week six and seven, I went 0 for 4. And then today I finally won two games. But Oh, you won the other one? You won both? I won them both, yeah, because Witten didn't do anything. So Well, congratulations on winning it with my players. Um, so we did a big blockbuster eight-person trade, Yeah, the two of us. Um, I needed a running back. Kevin needed a receiver. I need receivers. So I think it was originally going to be McCaffrey, just because you needed somebody to get through. I just week. need so to have. I was going to give him back. Cooper and McCaffrey, Amari Cooper. He was going to give me. No, you're going to give me Kelsey and him for Martin. Martin and um, whoever else it was, Marquise Lee or something. Who was it? Yeah, it was a crap. It was not a very good one. Because you just wanted to get a decent. It was basically back. a good running back for a good receiver, right. and then a crappy running back and wide receiver tossed in. And then I was like, well, okay. I now, was like, I'm depending on Andy Dalton yeah. right now. So I'm like, how do I get Tom Brady off you? And then this guy's like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to need Cooper and Kelsey. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like, I need a quarterback. So it ended up being he got McCaffrey, Cooper, suck, Kelsey, suck, maybe and suck. Andy Dalton. Suck. Who's basically just going to be his backup. For this. And he, I should have – I, I played then, him this week, <laughs> and I put Deshaun Watson on the bench because he was playing at Seattle. Dumbass Kevin, I'm not benching him the rest of the season. Yeah, He put up 51 points, 400 yards, four touchdowns. He did throw that pick at the end, and then Seattle won it, so I felt bad for him. But Right. Yeah. But I got Brady, Doug Martin, Evan injured Ingram, Golden who's Tate. on a bye, and Golden Tate, who's injured. So, But not as bad as we thought. I got, I got a few new toys to play with. So far today, I mean, as far as the trade goes, you really got screwed because... You I mean, I was on a bye week Watson. anyways. But even if I started him, there's a chance I was going to lose both my games anyways because my two running backs were on a bye. Right. So I think my guys got me, well, Brady and Brady didn't got blow me, up what, 29? Brady got you 24. No, I know, but oh, was it even that? I thought it was like 22 or 23. But 24, 24. and Martin got me 7. Whereas Dalton and McCaffrey for you got you, what, like 26 or something? Yes. Like not much. And Amari know, Cooper a got me difference. 4. Terry texted me. He's like, so you regret Amari Cooper? I said, no, I mean, it's because I, I planned yeah. I figured I was going to lose both games this week, no matter what I did, because, again, my two my running backs are Leonard Fournette and Todd Gurley. Two of the three best with Le'Veon Bell is probably still the best. Hunt. Yeah, two but he's kind of leveled off over the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, easily two of the top four running backs and not just two of the top four running backs. Those guys are all. And Kareem Hunt isn't really – I would say those three, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, and Fournette, when they're healthy, this isn't the running back by committee crap. That's why I love them so much. That's why I, that's why I made that trade where I didn't care that I gave up Jordan Howard and Cam Newton sucks, as Colin Cowherd calls him, Scam Newton. I didn't care because I was like, this guy is an every down back. He's just he's a freaking freak of nature, and as long as he stays healthy, of course he missed the last game because he was hurt. I did end up picking up Yeldon. I saw that. So not that I'm rooting against you, but I'm like – Fournette got injured a lot in college. I, feel I know. Like. So 
I've got his backup. I'm almost tempted to maybe start him over like well no you Blunt got me a touchdown today. I wouldn't I wouldn't start him as long as Fournette's healthy. I wouldn't start him because Fournette's going to get 85 yeah. percent of the carries, even the goal line stuff because he's so damn big. Like TJ right. Yeldon hadn't played all season until that game. Yeah, but I've got him in case Fournette goes right. down. So and I got Chris Ivory. So we'll, we'll see. see. So I'm up to five and six now. Have you for sure lost both games? I mean, yes, yeah. Okay. It's not official. I don't know if the other one. I'm down 117 shot. to 68 and 78 to 68. Mike right now has Antonio Brown, and then tomorrow night he's got the Cleveland kicker. So Antonio Brown needs to hurt his ankle right now and not do anything else, and Travis Kelsey needs to get me 100 yards and a touchdown or two for me to have a chance tomorrow night. Yeah. Which okay. I've already chalked it up as a loss, so if yeah. I pull off a miracle, then I'm So happy, worst case, but. you're 6-5, and five, I'm 5-6. Five and six. So I think I'm at least back in the playoff picture, and now we're back to just one game a week, which could be good or bad. Yeah, but I hate these. I hate these double headers. I hate them. I think for the most part, all of my good players, their buys are over with. So see, I've got my well, the two receivers I got from you. I think they're both off week ten, Cooper and Kelsey. But okay. I've got enough decent receivers. Except T. Y. Hilton is a joke. He sucks. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I he didn't doesn't suck. You. But no, he sucks. The Colts suck, which is the issue. But. But he friggin' threw it all over the place with the power of the ninja to to Jack Doyle, like twelve catches for 130 right. yards and two touchdowns or something. I'm like, what the hell? You've got this like T.Y. Hilton on talent is a top ten receiver, man, top fifteen receiver. Yeah, they don't give him the ball. He's yeah. out there. I'm watching the game here at the end. He's running routes and stuff. They're just they don't throw him the ball. They don't even look at him. Yeah, I hate fantasy football. All right, that'll be interesting. That's all I had though. So a little game came out this week. It is a little game. It is a little it's game. I, I th- these boxes are so fun. What the heck was that? It's a string. Super Mario Odyssey. <sighs> let me get my notes. I let, let me go first because I have been the poo-pooer on here. You've been poo-pooing all over the place. I've been. It's been so stinky. Like Sean's been excited. Period. Sean has experience with 3D Mario games. I don't. Sean likes 3D Mario games. I don't know if I do or don't. And Sean was not worried about the capture mechanic. I was extremely worried. Then the reviews came out. Ryan McCaffrey gave it a 10 at IGN. Not only the 10, but him on the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast last week. Everything he was saying was like, okay, I'm not. I'm really not worried about this game anymore. I still don't know if it's going to be for me, but I know it's going to be at least good. It's a 97 on Metacritic. It's one of the highest rated games of all time. It's going to be good, Kevin. Is it still that high now that it's out? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. It's fantastic. Um, It's fantastic. I did not expect for this to happen. I love Super Mario Odyssey. I'm, I was going to say I'm shocked. I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad. Um, I think it is a very, very good game. It's a lot of fun. I've already played, I don't know. I guess I probably haven't played that much. I probably put in five, six, seven hours maybe. I'm a, I, I've been tracking it manually until it until it catches up, Yeah. you know, for your play time and stuff. I'm at five and a half hours right now. Mm. So I'm guessing probably you're, like six or seven. you're probably a six, six and a half, something like that. Um, my, well, I'll get to that in a little bit. I think... The controls are great. The game is beautiful. For what it is, just being a very, very cartoony game, the game looks beautiful. The game is... The game... The only thing I notice, and it's like, it's only when I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like be 
like a critic a, a critic now and stuff. And you look at like the grass, it's just flat. You know, it's not like it's not grass everywhere. If right. like the textures are flat and stuff, but like the models and the enemies and everything else, it's beautiful. Sean and I were talking about when you get to New Donk City, you get there in, at nighttime. That is effing beautiful. Yeah. It is nighttime with lightning and rain, and it looks like it is just it is incredible. And even like how the little things, like you see like the rain like splashing off of Mario, and when you're in like the sand. If you like roll or whatever, his overalls get like dirty, like little things like that. I'm like, that's cool. Like, yeah, his just, and his he gets wet in the rain. Yeah. It's not even like it bounces off. You can see right. he's getting wet, and it's like dripping off his cap and stuff. Yeah. So I'm five and a half hours in. Let me let me get my notes here. Oh, one of the other things to to your point there, if you get hit, if you die or get hit, either not die because if you die, you start over. Uh. By the way, for all the video game babies out there, all you need is 10 coins. There's, there's, You die, you take 10 coins away. You're going to have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of coins in this game unless you buy the boxers for 1,000. Did you do that yet? I did. I didn't because I'm like, I'm right around. I keep hovering because I keep buying all the other outfits. I didn't think I was going to buy anything. Well, the thing but is... But then I read somewhere you have to have some of the outfits to get into certain areas. So I'm like, well, crap, In the next right. one after <clears throat> New Donk City... There's like a door that if you try to go in, they're like, no, if in order to go through there, you need to dress like you're nice and relaxed or something. I'm like, boxer shorts, done. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, you're not relaxed. You need to be and I'm like, crap. You're so naked. I bought the wrong thing. So, but I mean, whatever. <clears throat> well, there was that one in the water world too. Yeah. Spoiler, I mean, we're going to get mild, very, not even spoilers, I would right. say. Did you do the one thing in the water world where you go down and down and down and down? You yeah. had enough life to do it? I captured a fish and did it. How though? Because once you get in there, the fish just flops around. But the fish, the cheap cheap's doing this. (laughs) When you go, when you go into the, because you went into that, you're you're in a the dry area. Yes. Yeah, you can. You still flop around. You're just kind of like. No. Well, I still move. I used all six of my lives. 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 Yeah, I just captured a fish. Well, okay. (laughs) I made it more dramatic, but I, I got down there with. I got through all. I, like, I didn't I went even through think my, you would be able to. I I'm went through my. Shocked. I went through my stamina bar. I went through I went six, five, four, three, and it's beep 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 two beep 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 beep, beep one beep beep. And I'm like, and I get finally get down there, and I got in like in the nick of time, and I got this stupid power moon. I was so happy. Uh, yeah, I guess that would have made it a lot easier. <laughs> what I was gonna say though is when Mario gets hit with a bullet bill or fire or something. That dude is like, looks like he's just like, he's all charred and he's got like charcoal all over him and he's like black and he's like just little touches like that. Yeah. I just absolutely love it. All the water in this game looks beautiful. I'm all about water and I'm all about hair. Mario's hair. On it a looks w- better than any other Mario game. On a one to but. Aloy, it's like a snake in Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, but the water, all the water effects, just the, the purple goo that you'll see in a lot of these levels, it's just, it's very simple, but it's like they took the time to animate it very well. Like water is one of those things that's really hard to get right. There's not yeah. a lot of water in this, but it's more the water effects, I guess, are just absolutely beautiful. I love the music. The music's fantastic. You can hear, it, it feels like Mario music. Yep. Um, I like how when you get close to the bad guys, it, the the music just it, it kind of fades out, and then their music fades in, and then if you go back, it fades the other way, and just stuff like that. So cool. Um, one of the things I kept reading by people that reviewed the game, there's your string, was 
that they literally were smiling the whole time they played this. I'm like, I'm such a cynical a-hole. You know, I just am. Maybe it's the Colin in me, but like, I'm so cynical. When I hear people say that, I'm like, whatever, it's not that good. And I'm playing this game like, dude, if you have been playing like that, just wait till the end. Wait till the end of New Donk. Oh, it's just so it's so cool. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, Ryan McCaffrey said he didn't spoil anything. I'm lucky and I haven't had it spoiled yet. But when you get to the is it right that it's the end of New Donk City? Because I got past the mini boss or whatever. Yeah. It's when then you go and you're doing you're on this. I mean, it's the end of it, assuming you've got enough enough to leave. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, so by next week, obviously, I'll have it. Hopefully, tonight, I'll have it, and then I can text you. But um, yeah, I'm just smiling the whole time I play this game. This game is just so, it's like, Nintendo is back, man. I cannot believe that we get Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey in the same year on a new system. And on a another tier down. Whatever. Samus Returns. Oh, Return of Samus or whatever it was called. Uh, This one was Samus Returns, yeah. yeah. (sighs) Let's let's back up on Odyssey. Talk to me about Mario 64. Talk to me about... You did play Sunshine, right? You just didn't really care for it. A small amount, yeah. Talk to me... And Galaxy. I know you played Galaxy. So, because my thing... The one thing I said to you, as much as I'm saying I love this game... Because I've never been a big 3D Mario guy. I haven't been a 3D it Mario plays guy at all. Almost exactly the same, except you throw your hat instead of punching. I'm to in think. Mario yeah, in 64. 64, you punch. Sunshine, I don't know if you could punch or if you just squirted your. I don't remember. But as far as, like, you can still do in every game, it's the woo, woohoo, whippee, you know, the triple jump. You can duck and jump and do the backflip. You can oh, okay. run and then hit backwards and jump and you do like a back jump. You can do the wall jump you can run and hit duck and then jump to do like the running jump like it controls exactly the same every see, single game and i think that's why i'm still having difficulty oh yeah i picked it up and see i don't know all those moves yeah. and I, I actually had to go to the menu to the the, the actions or whatever to go yeah. through it because i'm not used to it but i'm getting the hang of it uh did the other 3d marios did they not have a run button also no you just run and you run you just pick up speed yeah okay. That's the one thing I was like, ah, and even Noah asked me, he's like, how do I run faster? I was like, you just, you just go. You just run and you're just go. Yeah. Because um, my thing, since I've never been a 3D Mario guy, this to me is almost not a Mario game, but that's because I've always been a 2D Mario guy. This is almost more to me, maybe this sounds weird, but it's almost like it's more of a puzzle platformer than just a third-person platformer. Because it's almost like the whole goal is yeah. this collectible stuff, which I don't normally like collectibles. But this, it's like every time you find a power moon, especially if it's one that's not just like, oh, it's up on that tree, climb up and get it. That's fine. But like when you find one, if like you break a block somewhere and you go in and then you're like, yes. And when you beat a boss and you get three, it's right. yes. Yeah. Like, man, it's just the, the feedback loop on it is just so, it's so well done. It's so fun to find those stupid power moons. And I thought I was doing well. And then I see like in the first, in the desert thing. 69 moons, and I had like 15. I thought I was doing good, and I was like, let me look through the list. Oh, my God. I can't finish this So that's where my – that's where I'm – I won't say reserving judgment, but – I mean, the game's already – it's awesome. I wouldn't say it's a 10 out of 10, but it's a 9, 9 9.5 – probably 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm not ready to put a score on it I think it's going to do it for me, or what would put it up to like a 10. Post-game? I'm curious to see what 
happens again. I think it was McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, I heard it from you because I missed the tweet, but I think you said that McCaffrey said like, there's a bunch of moons you're going to see, or you may not even see, but you can't get them yet. Yep. I'm curious to see what happens to I where I can go. It's not like it's not like Zelda or Metroid where you get new items and power. Like, what if you I'm get curious, a P wing? Maybe or a raccoon like, suit or something. You know. I'm curious to see because yeah, there's these worlds are not huge, and somehow there's yeah, 50, 60, 70 moons in them. I'm like, I feel like I've been everywhere and I've only seen about seven. Like, where are yeah. all of these? Sometimes I'll look up, especially I think it was in the the desert one. I looked up and like way up there there's this little platform with a moon spinning around i'm like there's nothing there's around a couple it. places how in, the hell am i supposed to do this like, okay you'll see stuff on top of buildings and i've been like running around the building and i can't get to it or there's a building off <clears> in like <throat> the yeah the middle of nowhere like off a cliff whatever that you can't jump to but then you look up there and you're like oh there's a pipe so somewhere else i gotta find a pipe and when uh, i go out it's gonna spit me out of, but it just seems like i don't know how there can be so many that i'm not even, not just missing, but like haven't even seen. I'm yeah. curious to see how the rest of the game is going to play out. Um, but no, the game's fantastic. If I'm nitpicking, I almost wish some of the puzzles were, and maybe they will get more difficult as you, you know, game, try to collect all the moons. But the like, game's very easy. It's like, man, there's a moon up on that high platform that I can't reach. Well, look at that. There's an enemy that I can capture that lets me jump really high. Like, and that's what all I mean. of it's the answers like, are yeah. right there. I wish there's a little bit, maybe more, a little more to them other than like, I bet there's something behind that cracked wall. How do I blow it up? Well, good thing there's a bullet bill thing right there that I can just capture and then I'm nitpicking because obviously there's a lot of stuff I haven't figured out yet because I yeah. have like 5% of all the moons in the right. game or whatever. But... No, I absolutely love it. It's so much fun. It 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 feels like a Mario game, but it also kind of doesn't. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It it controls, like I said, it controls exactly <coughs> like a majority of the other 3D Mario games have in terms of just jumping, all the actions you can do. Obviously, the hat's new and all that, but um, I can see if this is your first 3D Mario game that you've really spent time playing that I think it's different for you because Mario 64 felt like a Mario game like it just seemed like the next level of Mario this okay. makes sense that this is how you would take Mario from 2D to 3D yeah but there's a lot that has happened from 64 that until I've now I've completely missed exactly so I can see why this being your first foray into 3d mario how it kind of doesn't feel like mario but to me it does um and you know they all have their own oh, crap i wanted to think about it when i was playing it there were three different zelda games that i drew parallels with one minish cap obviously you had like a live being on your head mm-hmm. link between worlds <laughs> With like the 2D parts where on the walls. And there's a third thing. I can't think of what, what, maybe like Majora's Mask with the hat, the different, I don't know. There's some other Zelda game that I'm like, well, this is kind of like Minish Cap. It's also kind of like Link Between Worlds. And then there's a third Zelda game that I was like, oh, it's also kind of like that because of this. But now I don't remember what it was. I guess maybe that's why it doesn't feel like a Mario Mario game. It almost feels like a Zelda game with Mario and a hat. Right. Yeah. I mean, it completely dumbed down but 
going back to what you said about the puzzle solving and how it's almost too easy, that's kind of how I feel about the bosses. The bosses have not been difficult, except that one where I just thought too hard about it, the one with the goo. And right, it's just, like, oh, the boss is wearing a hat, so you need to hit him to knock the hat off, and then you can probably capture something that he's using to then turn around and hit him. Or like, like the They're one, all pretty much the same. The one looked really uh, in the forest, the first boss. That was like, ooh, this looks tough. Or I don't remember if it was the first boss. No, because the first boss was the rabbit thing. What do you think about the Brutals? I don't like these guys. I, I want the Koopa Kids back. I would I would prefer it was Koopa okay. Kids. Yeah. That boss where it's like, oh, boom, there's this big thing. And it's like, oh, well, there's that guy walking around. Capture him. Pop. Okay. That's right. how I do yeah. this. This isn't that difficult. Um, the only difficult thing was jumping over the the, the circles. But once you, re- you just... Once you get the timing down. Yeah, it's, it's easy. Yeah. So it, it definitely... It's it's definitely not the hardest Mario game I've ever played. I don't know how hard 64 was or Sunshine or Galaxy. Galaxy, I just I only played the very like the first world once you get up there and I was just like I just I don't have the time to to figure out this the controls and yeah. stuff and I just stopped. So it doesn't seem like it's very difficult. Even the first time you fight, you know, who wasn't difficult at all. No. Um again, it's just it's obvious what you need to do because you got a hat that's the only thing it's right. not like we're at breath of the wild it was not obvious what you need to do because you could run into enemies at any time in your quest and you might not be leveled up enough you might not have the right gear you might all this other stuff this it's like you have a hat you have to use your hat in every interaction that you have so use your hat my biggest complaint as far as the controls go i can kind of see the the dig on them because there's parts where I'm surrounded, not surrounded, but there's a bunch of like what should be easy enemies. Like throw your hat and they're dead kind of thing. But when you get a lot of them. Oh, that reminds me. I mean, you can do like the shake thing to where you do like the yeah. circle and that usually works. But then sometimes I try to do that and he just throws it. Mm-hmm. You can also throw the hat. I didn't realize this until somewhat recently. You can throw the hat and then you can shake to have it do like a homing thing. I told the boys, I was like, please don't try that because you're going to throw my pro control. Right. But then there are times where I'll do that and then I'll like shake. But then instead of it being homing, I don't know if I did it too late and the hat was already on his way back. And all of a sudden he like throws it up <laughs> in the air. And like I find myself getting hit by what should be yes. easy enemies. Like the little yellow Goombas sometimes and yes. stuff. I'm like, this, I should not be getting hit. Right. But other than that, I mean. That's one thing I wish. I wish. I don't see why they didn't do it. You've got way more buttons on the controller than you actually use in this game. Right. Two buttons throw, two buttons jump. Right. Like you could have And two buttons do the 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 butt stomp or whatever. Yeah. Like Z L and R L do the exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, Z L and Z R whatever. R two and L two do the same thing. Like there should I wish there was a Z targeting in this. Right. I wish like Yes. You just L two lock on, hit him. Yep. And I know you've got the home like you said, the homing thing and the circle thing and all that, whatever. Um, you touched on it. The 2D sections, I think they're still... They're not my... Every, I, everything about this game, I really, really like. I do think the 2D sections are my favorite because it's just so like... And it still makes me think, why the hell back then did they make Mario look like that instead of like this? Why can Why? Why? Well, but maybe back then... But that's then, just what he looked like, right? It's not like he looked like that, but they chose to make him look like that. Well, we before. don't know because the box art was just the game. Well, but that's what right. I'm saying. I'm trying to think of where... Well, no, when he was Jumpman and Donkey Kong, he was red and blue. Well, and Mario just Brothers... decided to switch... It. It's not like yeah. they couldn't do it. They just decided to switch it up, I guess. And then all of a sudden, they realized red and blue was more iconic. I don't know. Pokemon. But, uh, I, the 2D sections are so good. I Like, Sean and I talked off air. Love saying that. 
feels something feels off. And like I told Sean, the only thing I can think of is that it's you. You have to use the analog. You can't use the D-pad. And playing a 2D Mario game with the analog stick is just not how it's supposed it's to be not played. Quite, yeah. But I love those sections. They're so much fun. I love the anti-gravity thing. It made me think of that VVVVV game right. on Vita, which is coming to Switch. Buy that if you've never played it. It'll probably be 10 bucks or whatever. That game is so much fun. I love that game. Um, you played it, I think, a little bit on my Vita, right? I played your game. I didn't like, yeah. start. So I was just kind of like exploring. And, yeah. It's so no, much it was fun. pretty fun. Um, what else? I want to get all the moons. I know I won't. I don't I have the time. I, well, 800. 800 moons. It's a lot easier than getting the Korok seeds, I would assume. Yeah. Especially once you beat the game and whatever happens. Oh, that was what I was going to ask. There's like these mother boxes all over this place. I got Justice League on the brain. I know that. Have you not found these big cubes? They're like bigger than Mario. They're like kind of weird looking. They're like they're a square. Oh cube. yeah, I have, I've seen a few of them. And and Cappy's like, hmm, those are weird. That's, that's an interesting looking, looking cube. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, okay. I got. I'm like, it's got to be post game. But I've seen them in every world. Right. And maybe those have. Oh, what if those have real power ups in them? What if those have a Tanuki suit or whatever? I I mean that would be cool, but I'm not holding my breath. I doubt it. But. If anything, maybe Cappy gets powered up at some point, and then when you throw Cappy at it, you can actually break them, and there's maybe a pipe or, you know. Right. Maybe what we've seen of these worlds is like a fraction of them. Maybe you go down that pipe, and all of a sudden it opens up into this whole new world. A whole new world. Well, I had this happen in the forest. Maybe that's where all the moons are. In the forest world, I had gotten my little safari outfit on. Yeah. And I was going, I had beat the first boss, and I was like, oh, now the secret path opens or whatever. So I went on the secret path. I did a jump wrong. Damn it! And I was falling down a cliff, and I'm falling, 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 and I didn't get the game over screen. And all of a sudden, he goes, boom, and he lands. I'm like, so there's just cliffs you can jump off? I didn't finish it because I was like about to go to bed, so I was like, I'll save, and I'll come. I didn't go back to it because I just wanted to beat the low. I'm, I'm, I want to beat the game, and then I want to go back to every world. Right, yeah. But I just fell off this cliff, and it's like, oh, now you're in the deep woods or something. I was like, I didn't even know this existed. So is this how it's going to be in every world? Wow. Like maybe, and I don't know if it's because I had the full suit on, or if it's just, if there's just these cliffs, you can fall off in every world. And if you fall off in the right spot, and it, again, it only costs you 10 coins if you die. So you can experiment right. a lot. But I don't, I don't know. Th- this game is just so good. I'm five and a half hours in, like I said. I'm not going to put a score on it yet. But I'm liking it way, way more than I thought I was going to. It's not getting old. Every world is different. Oh, I, I, I didn't get the dinosaur in the first world. You, I, I was shocked to see that. I didn't. I get knew the, the dinosaur. dinosaur. I did not think I'd see the dinosaur in the first world. The Spoiler boys got alert. him, and I'm like, what? And, and they were like, "Dad, how did you beat it without getting the dinosaur?" I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't even <laughs> see him. I saw like the 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 triceratops." Have you seen? Have you done the? Have you seen the dinosaur part in Donk? New Donk? No. Oh, okay. Is it the T Rex? Yeah. He's in New Donk City. Oh my God! It's Jurassic Park two. No, but I mean, it's like a no. Well, I mean, oh, I there's a dinosaur go in a or something. You go, I'll, you go into a building. Which is weird. Oh. You go into a building, but then there's when one you go building into the building, found, you're not inside of a building, and you're like, it's weird. But you go into a building, and it's, yeah. I found one building that had this, like, I went in one building, and I solved, oh, it was the slot machine thing. I was like, this is oh, pissing yeah. me off. And I found another building that was all, like, white light coming out. I was like, I, I need to just save and do housework. Yeah. So I wonder if that was the building, but... I don't know. What what else do we need to say about this game? What have I missed? What do, what do you want to talk about that we haven't talked about? I don't know. I think we've touched on pretty much everything. 
I love the game, but yeah, it's tough for me. I know I already said nine, nine and a half out of 10, but that could very well change. I don't see it going down. It's yeah. not, I don't think anything could happen that would make that go down. No, I it may end up at 10 out of 10. I, I think, keep liking it more and more. Right. I think I can't imagine I've already, I know I haven't, I don't know how many worlds there are, but I can't imagine I've already experienced everything there is to experience in this game. I'm guessing Nintendo's got a couple tricks up their sleeves that it's I not haven't that much. There's ice that I haven't seen yet. I I, so. I have heard that when you beat the game, other than whatever happens with your powers and stuff, take your glove off. <laughs> um, there are post-game worlds. I don't know if they're like star worlds and stuff like that because I stayed away from it. But there are more worlds that open up after you beat the game. I'm really? like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna. I, the, the main reason I want to just not really fly through this game because I'm I'm finding as many stars or, or power moons as I can as I go, but I want to beat this before Frozen Wilds come out. We still have not heard how long that is. It could be two hours. It could be eight. Whatever it is, I'm playing that day one. I cannot wait to play through that. So I want to beat Mario. Take a break, Frozen Wilds, and then just go through Mario as much as I can before yeah. Zelda's DLC comes out and before the boys want Battlefront. I've talked about a bunch on here. I don't know how much I'm going to play that. I think I want to play through the single player campaign. Yeah, um, I think they're saying it is six or it's either six to eight hours or five to seven hours, which is it's like a Call of Duty game, really. Right. So I don't know. Mario Odyssey is great. I was about the biggest hater of this thing that there could be. And I love it. You should play it. Shout out to Logan. Logan got a Switch. Absolutely. Shout out to Logan. About time. Now, Logan, beat Mario. Get your fill. But, man, I know you hated Zelda 1. I still love you. You've got to play Breath of the Wild. Yes. Breath of the Wild is even better than this. I'll just say that. You've got to play it, man. All right. You want to do the news of the week? Yes. You don't have to. Okay. What, what do you got? Uh, no, I was just going to I was gonna try to do a Luigi impression, but then all I had to say was yes. And Oh, yes, Mario. Let's do it. That was weird. <laughs> all right. So I just want to read something really quick. Jason Schreier, I remember I tweeted or, or said something... Jason Schreier was teasing that he's like, hey, you're going to want to read Kotaku in about an hour on Friday. And I tweeted him. I said, oh, boy, I hope it's about Visceral Games. And sure enough, he got the full story on everything related to Visceral because he's Jason Schreier. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole. I thought before I read it, I was like, oh, maybe I'll read the whole thing for everybody. But long story short, I'm going to read a little bit of this, an excerpt, if you will. But this is just to say, go read Schreier's article. It's awesome. The story behind Ragtag, that's the code name for the Star Wars and Amy Hennig game that got canceled, is more complicated than critics and pundits have assumed, and the project was more troubled than EA had admitted publicly. Among game developers, it's been an open secret for months that Visceral's game was in danger. The studio had been bleeding staff for years, and recruiters across the video game industry exchanged whispers about Visceral employees who were looking for new work, according to several people who have shared these rumors with me over the past couple of years. Over the past week, I've talked to nearly a dozen former Visceral employees who worked on Ragtag, all of whom spoke anonymously because they did not want to risk damaging their careers. I've also spoken to several other developers who are tangentially connected to Visceral. They all share similar stories. 
Ragtag was a project sunk by many factors, including a lack of resources, a vision that was too ambitious for its budget, a difficult game engine, a director who clashed with staff, a studio located in one of the most expensive cities in the world, a reputation for toxicity, multiple conflicts between Visceral and E, and what can only be described as the curse of Star Wars. Everything from, like, Amy Hennig is a great writer, but she doesn't know gameplay, so that caused tension, to the fact that, like, to get just one character approved, like a design for this guy who's just a guy in this game, you had to go through, like, weeks of approvals with Disney because it's a a canon Star Wars game, to, like they said, being based in San Francisco, which is mostly one of the most expensive places in the world you can live. All this stuff, too. They were planning on... You were going to play as uh, Dodger was going to be your name, a Han Solo type of player with these five other guys in your in your crew. It was going to be between episode four and episode five, and it was going to be uh, like this mob boss was after you. You were going to be able to not switch between all six players, but somehow, not like a GTA five kind of thing, but somehow control all of them or like... It just seems like it was it, it was way, like they said they're way too big a vision for it to yeah. ever actually work. But just read the article. There's no point in going into it here. Jason Schreier deserves your clicks. Go read the article. It's fascinating. It's very sad. <sighs> That's that. Speaking of sad things, so Game Informer had a big interview with folks from Rockstar about GTA. And among other topics, they touched on why we never got single-player DLC. And they also talked about GTA Online and what it will be like after Red Dead Redemption 2 launches. Single-player DLC, quote, With GTA 5, the single-player game was absolutely massive and very, very complete. It was three games in one. The next-gen versions took a year of everyone's time to get right. Then the online component had a lot of potential, but to come close to realizing that potential also sucked up a lot of resources. And then there are other games, in particular Red Dead Redemption 2. The combination of these three factors means for the game we did not feel single-player expansions were either possible or necessary. Translate that, that means we're making so much money off GTA Online, we pivoted. GTA Online after Red Dead Redemption 2 launches. Quote, We don't yet have a fixed endpoint in mind, but the rollout of updates may change a little in order to encourage players to try Red Dead Redemption 2 when it launches, says Rockstar Games Director of Design Imran Sarwar. Quote, It would be great to have players splitting time between two incredible worlds, but we shall see how things evolve. One of the enjoyable things about working on a project like this is that you can iterate quickly and change and evolve plans fairly quickly too, so we don't have to be as clear in our plans as with other projects. They also, in this interview, they also talk about shark cards <clears throat> and why they're there. And it's basically like, we've given you GTA Online for free. All the updates are free, which they're not working for free. Like, the amount of manpower. Like, if you look at GTA Online in October of 2013 versus GTA Online in October of 2017, you can't even, they're not even the same other than they're just called GTA Online. Right. All the free updates and everything they've done, it's amazing. What do you think? Single player DLC. I'm still bummed. As much as I love GTA 5 and as much as I love GTA 5 or GTA Online, I hate that we didn't get more in that world. To say that it's not, what did he say? What was the exact quote? Possible or necessary. To say it's not necessary, okay, it's not necessary. I get that. Like, you told a complete story with these three guys, but you also sold the game and you told everybody that it was coming. 
Right. What do you feel that we never got the single player DLC? I, I mean, I honestly, I've never even finished the single player. That's been my, I don't think I've ever actually beaten a GTA game. I just, I start playing the single player, but then once I've gotten to the point where I've got money and I've got everything, yeah. I've got the map unlocked and all that, I just start sandboxing everything. Yeah. And I just don't, <clears throat> I liked the story. It was fun. I guess it just never really totally grabbed me. And so I just never really felt compelled. I don't know. I just had more fun just messing around in the game. So I personally don't care too much. Um, no, you beat GTA 4. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. That that I love the story in that. Well, yeah. no matter what you think about how it is compared to GTA Five now, the story in GTA Four I absolutely loved. And Nico and being an immigrant. Hey, and all, Nico. hey Nico, do you want to do with the bowling or the dots? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't really care personally. I mean, people have gotten enough out of that game. If anybody's <laughs> really complaining, that I just shut up. Like. I got 350 hours out of it, and now they've released the effing Batmobile, so I'm going to be going back. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's fine. I do wonder, they were very vague when they were talking about GTA Online when Red Dead 2 launches. I, I can't imagine Red Dead Redemption 2 Online or RDR Online, whatever they call it, being anywhere near as fun as GTA Online was. I can't. I can't even begin to imagine how that game is even in the same realm as right. GTA 5 for all the reasons we've talked about several times on here. I'm sure it will be fun. I'm sure it'll be a great game, but I don't know how anybody... I, I know you need to... You can't just be Grand Theft Auto. I mean, you could, but you can't. I can't imagine that there are people out there, even though I'm sure there are, that are more excited for RDR2 than they would be for GTA 6. I can't imagine there... I mean, I'm sure there is, but I just don't get, like, why. And there's probably a very good reason. Maybe people, maybe the story I, to I RDR guess, is fantastic. I don't know, but I just don't get how this game could be... I mean, it's necessary. You need something between GTA 5 and GTA 6. GTA, I would, but I would argue GTA Online is that. But yeah, that's kind of bridged. The, I mean, people will still be buying GTA Five right up until they, GTA Six comes out. They like, crossed eighty million copies. They're the best-selling game that isn't Tetris, Minecraft, which is available on Sports. literally everything, <laughs> or Wii Sports. It is the best-selling non-packing game. I guess Minecraft sold more, but you know what I mean. Like GTA Five is on one, two, three, four, five. You can buy it five places. PS3, 360, PS4, Xbox, PC. That's it. Minecraft, you can get on everything. For some reason, they just put it out on the on the 3DS a couple months ago. Yeah. Five years after it came out. Why? You can get it on literally this, this, that, that. You could probably play it on the freaking SNES Classic. I'm sure they've hacked it into there by now. Like, to me, GTA 5 is the best-selling game of all time. Yeah. No, I fully agree. Don't let your foot turn your battery on. Oh, crap. Does it even work anymore? It does, but it's dead. Oh, by the way, I pre-ordered the new iPhone, so I'll have that. That I want to talk about podcast. next week. Yeah, I can't wait. That'll be fun. Um, hopefully. So GTA Five. Yeah, let's not knock on wood. A uh, really quick note let's here. Let's not knock on wood. Well, I mean, let's knock. Let's let's continue. The Connect is dead. Microsoft officially has killed this thing. Think back to 2010 when they announced this thing for the Xbox One. 
I, I forget what the actual classification around this was. But it was more or less the best selling or fastest selling technology thing. Definitely of that year. I don't know if it was of all time. But that when they put this thing out for the first time, it everybody who had an Xbox 360 got to connect. And yeah. then they launched the Xbox One and they did all the, the worst press conference ever. And it just... Now Connect is officially dead. They don't even have an adapter for it on the Xbox One X. Like, oh wow, they have completely abandoned it. They've stopped manufacturing it. It's dead. It's crazy. Xbox. I mean, now we've got Alexa. Right. Yeah. You've got Alexa. I do have Alexa. I want to talk about this next one that makes me so happy. <clears throat> Metal Gear Survive. Metal Gear Survive is out February 20th, 2018 for $39.99. They were teasing all this stuff that they were going to have this announcement. I'm like, oh, hopefully it's getting canceled, right? No, we can't be that lucky. Um, Metal Gear Survive is coming out. Um, Sean, would you like to know what you get if you pre-order this fantastic video game that will obviously win Game of the Year next year? Yes, I would. Four gold-plated weapons. A bat, a sledgehammer, survival machete, and a survival spear. You get four metallic-covered, metallic-colored survival scarves. Green, blue, pink, and silver scarves. Two gestures. You get a thumbs up and a happy. You get a mother base nameplate. You get a Boxman accessory, the orange. What the F is that? And you get Kabuki face paint. I am so pissed off at this effing game. I'm going to do everything in my power to get us review codes for this damn thing. I will not. And Konami, I'm, t- I'm, s- I'm putting it all out there. You can go watch all my videos on Survive and everything. I want a review code for this damn thing. If you're confident about this game, you think this game is actually worth $40, get us a couple of review codes. We'll review it. I'm not going to say, well, what's the word? iPhone. <laughs> what? No, like without bias, what's the word? Oh, I'm not saying um, we, I'm not saying we'll be unbiased, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you're well, so I confident, huh? I will. You will be. I hate this effing game and I hate you. Give me Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I'm going to try to get some review codes in February. Okay, so that kind of answered the question, but I'll ask it anyway. If this game was twenty dollars, would you get it? No, I'm not giving them a. I'm not paying. So you like, would not get this game unless it is absolutely free. I would buy the only way I would buy this game, and it's it's good that they're doing a physical release. I would buy it used at GameStop for about twenty bucks. So yes. Konami doesn't get. So the money. they don't get a cent, right? <laughs> I'll give them my money when they give me my Metal Gear remakes, or they make six, or even I can't even believe I just said that. But it's just this. Still, it's like they're not even trying. They're not even trying. They should have just, if they would have made a $20 add-on for Metal Gear Solid Five to where you and I could go online and tackle missions together, that would be so much fun. I might actually pay $20 for that. This? I went back and watched some of the gameplay videos and stuff, and I'm like, God, this is, I don't know. People that are Metal Gear fans, like Greg said it, Young Yeah said it, Max Scoville said it, they just don't know who this is for. Yeah, I don't get... You're just... I think, I think we've said that on here before. Like, Just why? You're not going to... If people want to play a zombie game 
they're going to play a zombie game, whether it's Metal Gear Survive or, oh right. no, zombies. That would be a fantastic game. <laughs> oh no, zombies. But what are they gaining by attaching the Metal Gear name to this? Besides alienating people like Besides you and Christian. Yeah. And like, nobody that is a Metal Gear fan the is only be one is won over. Stealth. The only one is Perfect Stealth, and I don't. He's all about gameplay. Exactly, yeah. I don't think he's like a fanatic. He's just really good at the game. He's really good at the game, yeah. Um, I just, I don't get the business decision. You could have, Konami could have made this game, had the, whatever it's called, the Balls. same exact. <laughs> don't don't flag us, YouTube. Had the same exact engine in it. The Fox engine. The, yeah, duh, the Fox engine. But just don't even call it Metal Gear Solid. It could be totally obvious that it was based, that it was made using the Fox engine. Don't call it Metal Gear Solid. People are going to be a lot happier. You're not going to sell any fewer copies of it. I just can't imagine who's going to buy this game because of the Metal Gear name. But I I bet a lot of people are going to not Not. buy it because of the Metal Gear name. I just, I don't get it. It's the same thing like when they did the Resident Evil um, Rainbow Warriors or whatever it was (laughs) called. Rainbow Six. Rainbow, what's it called? Umbrella, Umbrella Core. That's what it's called. Yeah, Rainbow yeah. Six, Umbrella. No, Uncharted. No. <laughs> Resident Evil, Umbrella Core. Like, I think for episode one hundred, I just need this. <laughs> episode one hundred. No. <laughs> Konami, you fried my brain. <laughs> it's the same thing as Resident Evil, Umbrella Core, which was a multiplayer game set in the Resident Evil universe. Should like. As soon as they attach the res and Resident Evil, I don't think it carries. Maybe it does. Maybe I'm just so into Metal Gear, Metal Gear that I can't see fanaticism outside of it. I don't think the Resident Evil name carries as much cachet as Metal Gear does. Well, I mean, they've made more games and stuff, but I think the Resident Evil franchise is bigger than Metal Gear Solid. They, they've I sold think, more. Yeah, yes. I don't think there are the hardcore Resident. Evil. I'm gonna guess there's probably not several websites and message boards and YouTube accounts dedicated to like analyzing the story. All the exactly and like that. I think the fan base for Metal Gear Solid is probably stronger but yeah Resident Evil is a much bigger umbrella core than Metal Gear Solid but yeah I don't think anybody that's a Resident Evil fan would be turned off by them putting the name Resident Evil on a game that never really needed it but right yeah Konami just fried my brains. <laughs> um, so yeah, Metal Gear survives out February 2018. I think I do think 40, all things considered, I think 40 is a little much. I thought maybe 30 would have been a, a good price point for them. It doesn't surprise me that they're asking 40. I bought Ground Zeroes for 30, which is you can beat it in four Wait, minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's got all the extra missions and stuff, and it's a much better game than Survive will ever be, but anyways. Yeah. One of the hidden things in the Switch 4.0 update is now all you freaking Smash players with your stupid GameCube Wave, whatever it was called. No, Wave Wave is the wireless one. (laughs) Yeah, that's the wireless one. Your stupid GameCube controllers that you can't play Smash Brothers without the GameCube controller. Well, guess what? Now it works on the Switch. I love the GameCube controller. But why? But I get I that. Don't get but to think whole, that you can yes. only play Smash with that stupid looking thing Smash is pisses not, me off. Smash is a fun game, and it, I know you people got, like, take two it very seriously. It. Yeah, you don't need a special controller for Smash. 
You got an attack and a special, and you it's, push forward or back uh, or yeah, whatever. Like, it's not I'm that sorry. Even if you are watching this video and you're a big Smash fanatic and you say you need the GameCube controller, just give me a break. I get it. I get that. Let it's us know a fun why. Game, I'm but, willing to listen, but I just don't see it. It's not that complicated of a game. I mean, I get the whole easy to learn, hard to master thing, maybe, but you don't need this special controller in order to. Come on. This game, you could play it on a SNES controller easily. Well, yes. do you need well to, if you had an analog? Yeah. Well, actually, you probably don't even. It's two D. You don't even really need analog. Like, I don't know. I'm not hating on the game. The game's fun. I just don't get the the obsession with with yeah. that controller. But so, and it's a good controller. The game. I love the GameCube controller. But yeah. I don't know. So the the thing that the, again. So when I was I was saying earlier about Zelda's DLC release date, uh, I think it was Steven Totillo at Kotaku caught up with Reggie Fils and me, friend of the show. Not really, but Reggie, I love you. That I love Reggie so much. That, that dude's awesome. Like he's right up there with Shuhei for me. They're like neck and neck for my favorite video game like people. And Sean Layton, Sean Layton's getting up there. I like him. Uh, he said it was a surprise to them because what one of the things that was hidden in ep- in episode four, in <laughs> <laughs> the, the Switch 4.0 update was that it unlocked third-party controllers. Now, I wonder, because, you know, the, the 8-bit dough, Nintendo, 8-bit dough, um, their, their SNES that's Pro controller. name, by I the know, way. But their SNES controller that's coming out, they've been advertising it as being compatible with the Switch. I wonder if they knew firmware 4.0 was they coming out. To. Because what that, the only reason the GameCube controller works is this opened it up to certain third-party controllers. I wonder if that means, not that I would, well, no, they were, they were already compatible. My my controllers that I got with the Pi, I could use them with the Switch if I wanted to, but any analog games, they're, it's basically, it's, it'd be good for me playing Street Fighter, and that's about it. Yeah. Um. So Reggie said it was a surprise to him that Bull I don't crap. believe you for a second, <laughs> Reggie. I love you so much. Smash is coming. I wouldn't even, well... First half of next year, some kind of smash, either Super Smash, what what was the last one called? It's Super Smash, right? Mate. The Wii U was Super Smash. It's always been Super Smash. No, it was Super Smash, smash Brothers, Brothers Melee. Well, and then Brawl, and then Melee, or Melee, and then Brawl. I don't remember which. I thought it was just called. Super. Anyways, the Wii U slash 3DS 3DS version will get re-released on the Switch, which we know it's going to happen with all the characters and all this other stuff. I, I I think the first half of next year probably is what I would guess. Um, so that's coming. Please heard it here first. Please be excited. September NPD was a little bit delayed this year, but I love talking about this because it's nerdy and I'm nerdy and I like nerdy numbers that are news in the nether realm. Upside down. September 2017. Guess what the best-selling game of all time, I mean, of this <laughs> month was, Sean? Uh, GTA 2. Destiny 2. GTA 2, straight out of London, did not make the list. <laughs> Uh, Destiny 2 is number one. So we, we 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 complain about visceral games and stuff like that and the death of single player and all this other stuff. Freaking Destiny 2 is already the top-selling game of this year, not just for the month, but for the year. Let's go play a first-person shooter game yeah. and never play anything else. I get it, and it's like, like, if you just look from a gameplay perspective, it's great. I get that. The whole, I just, I'm a, I'm a father of four kids. There's not one part of me, I know I, kind of waffled um, earlier in the year 
about maybe I would get Destiny 2. No. <laughs> no, I man. Just, I don't For like care. a four or five hour campaign and then all this other, all these raids and you got like six, eight hour long raids. No way. Yeah. No way. That's a young man's game. I can't do it. <laughs> Number two was NBA 2K18. Number three was Madden 18. Number four was FIFA 18. You see a trend? Number five, Mario plus Rabbids was the number five selling game in September. Six, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Poor Nick already traded his in. He said, I ain't got time for this. Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five was number seven. NHL 18. Shout out to the NHL. That made the top ten. A hockey game. NHL. The NHL is not dead. Number eight, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was number nine. Rainbow Six Siege hanging on at number ten. Top selling games of 2017. I already said what number one was. That means it replaced the previous number one of Ghost Recon Wildlands. NBA 2K18 is now number three. Madden is number four. Breath of the Wild is number five. That's awesome. For essentially being contained to one system that nobody could get up until recently. I know it's also out on the Wii U, but nobody other than me owned the Wii U. That's awesome. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto V is number six. For Honor is number seven. Still don't get that. Horizon Zero Dawn, number eight. Another console exclusive. Hmm. To be in the top 10, That's I know there's impressive. 60 million consoles out there, but still, there's there's only, yeah, there are two, two console exclusives in this list. It's impressive. It actually is kind of surprising. Wow, Zelda sold a lot then. Because last time we heard from Horizon, they were at like, they thought they were going to sell about 4 million. So the, so the attach rate for Switch, I, I can't wait till we get all, when Nintendo releases their next set of numbers for all Switches sold. Like we know they just crossed 2 million in the US. I want to know worldwide. I want to know how many Zeldas also. Yeah. Uh, number nine is Injustice 2 and number 10, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oof. That is surprising to me with this, as much horrible publicity. Press, yeah. No, well, not even this game, but Mass Effect 3 and the way it ended for them to come back and then Andromeda to suck and for them to just basically kill the franchise. For it to come in in the top 10 in 2017 is shocking. Yeah. Last item here games with gold. We don't have PS Plus yet. Games with gold for uh, November. Xbox One is getting Tales from the Borderlands. That's cool. PS Plus got that a few months ago. And Trackmania Turbio. Turbio. Turbio? Turbo. Which looks like so much fun. Xbox 360, Sean, got Nights into Dreams. Like the Nights into Dreams? The Nights into Dreams. Not like a remake. It looks like it's maybe up-resed widescreen, but I'm like, oh my God. I did not know this ever came out. It must not have come out on the PS3 because I would have lost my mind. Right, yeah. And some game called Deadfall Adventures that nobody cares about. Um, the only other note I would say, Phantom Pain is still, as you're watching this, free on PS Plus if you're a PS Plus member. They added Phantom Pain to the Xbox Game Pass thing. The $10 a month, play whatever, download, play whatever you want. So that's pretty cool. We will let you know what PS Plus looks like next week. And I think it's fair to say... Should win this month. PlayStation's got another chance. They got a chance to win yeah. two in a row. This is like unheard of for the yeah. free games. Xbox usually dominates, but but PlayStation at is some point up. I do want to go back and finish Tales from the Borderlands because that was fun. I didn't get it for free because I bought it like a week before it was free. I spent like a dollar fifty on it, whatever it was. Oh, <laughs> I thought I it mean was it was like, like on super sale. Yeah. No, it wasn't even okay. ten bucks. It was like super cheap. But at least in my mind, if I go back and I spent like fifteen, I'll be pissed. But. That's it for the podcast this week. No, it's not, Sean. Why is that? I mean, Luigi. 
It's time for the... <gasps> it's, it's the, the back, back of the box, box uh, challenge. <laughs> you caught me off a of guard. Um, this is the back box challenge. This is how we end the podcast here every week on the two-player co-op podcast. What this game is, is we take a look at a previously released retail version of a game, flip that joker around, read the back of the box, allow to the other player. The other player then gets asked some follow-up questions. Oh, and we bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game where make it too obvious. Then the other player gets asked some follow-up questions. Figure out what the back the box challenge is. What the bat? What the box? The game. <laughs> Konami, you broke him. Konami, Capcom. All right, I'm gonna go first because I'm at one percent. Yes, and it's I probably not really one percent, but it says one percent, so it could die at any time. But I think it's gonna be easy. Oh, I got crap on my mouth. Take your gloves off, man. You don't have time. You got one percent. Blanks want a blank. <laughs> I love bourbon. The bad news is that it's crawling with blank. And blank seems to be trapped inside. Blank's in for a... I guess... Uh, yeah. Blank's in for a spooktacular surprise. Going with the Halloween theme here. Is this a licensed game? No. Oh, I thought it was Bart's Nightmare. Okay. Blank's in for a spooktacular surprise as he creeps into the blank... Shadow he, Moses. He won... Armed with only a flashlight and a blank. PT. <laughs> uh, blank. Wait, did I already... What did I say it was crawling with? Spiders? I don't know. <laughs> okay, maybe I left that blank. Spooktacular out. something. Oh, yeah, that was right. I, yeah, okay. Blanks lurk in every nook and cranny. You'll have to master the blank to blank them all up. To F them all up. <laughs> Jewels, coins, and cash are hidden throughout the blank, and finding it all will be worth your while. You'll have to solve the blank's many mysteries to catch a gallery of quirky blanks, such as the fire-belching Mr. Lugs. I love that you didn't feel the need to bleep that out, because <laughs> I have no idea who the hell Mr. Lugs is. Deep inside the blank, high Mansion? elusive boss blanks battles <laughs> what the hell like bogmire do you play is this game held in a mansion uh yes D are you the starring character <laughs> yes i know nothing basically about everything game. i believed out was ghosts luigi. and vacuum <laughs> yeah and luigi once uh, now, I, could, you I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. You haven't played that. Have I have you? not played it. And I thing, don't care to. I was gonna try to do a Mario game. I was gonna like, look at. Also I was obvious. gonna look at this, and then I didn't. even... There's like one line. All all oh. back of the boxes now have like one line. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was like, is this really? Well, once you said mansion, I'm like, I'm just gonna ignore that. Keep on reading. I thought you ignore it. Ready? Ready. The Legacy of Evil Returns. This is an easy one. I felt bad after last week's Okami. As a descendant of blank, you must end the blank bloodline. Can you rid the world of this unspeakable terror? Uncover this is this a Castlevania game? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know which. But... Oh, okay, good. Uncover the mystery of Castlevania <laughs> and challenge an adventure as legendary as its name. <laughs> okay. Uh, over 140 okay. I'll read the bullets over 140 enemies bosses and ghastly creatures awesome magical spells transform into a is it symphony of the night <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm like, I want to do something spooky with phantasms and whatever Scott Bromley says on comedy. But he's like, there's phantasm that I'm being spooked by the phantasms. I can't do the voice like he does. Um, I don't know. I love bourbon. I'm glad it's back. Bur- <laughs> You're glad bourbon's back? Yeah. Where did not- it go? I haven't had it in a while. Oh. By the way, shout out to this guy thinking that I was the man of the best. Those look pretty good. It does look good. It's beautiful. Sean got me this because I was the best of the men's. The bestest mensch. Bestest. I didn't think you'd come. That's what she said. Uh, for everything they screwed up in second to last season, they got it right in last season. Anyway, this has been episode 98 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Again, episode 100 is about a week of week and a half two weeks uh, away. about two weeks two weeks from today we're recording it's two weeks a week and a half from when you're watching yeah. reading or listening to this if somebody transcribed it into google notes on versity remember versity nope i think that got shut down before you got to college versity was this uh this website set up to where you could go to class and take down all the notes from your class at your college and people wouldn't have to go to class they could just read your notes yeah Versity of varsity.com. No, it was just trying to help a brother out. <laughs> wow. Versity instead of varsity. I do not remember that. Yeah, I think it was shut down before I even left college, which was like in 1970. So, yeah, episode 100 is coming up. Send us what you want us to talk about. we got a couple suggestions already. I'm very excited to talk about them, but send us what you got. It's going to be a fun episode 100, and we're trying to get to 500 subs before we get there. But if you didn't know, we are also part of the Nerd901 family. Go to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Check out Pixels and Papers. Check out Lost in Numbers. Check out everything else I got over there. They got a lot of things going on over there. They're, they're doing a great job. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at KimWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at 2Player underscore co-op. You can also tweet us any of your questions, ideas, comments, violent disagreements for episode 100. Sean, do you like video? I do. You should go to YouTube.com slash 2Player Co-op and hit the subscribe button. Hit the... No. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Share the video with your friends. Again, we're trying to get to 500 subs before we get to episode 100. Sean, do you also like audio? Yeah. Yeah, you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or audio services all around the world and subscribe to us there. If you do subscribe to us on audio only, uh, make sure you leave us a five-star review. It helps a lot. It, it just helps a lot. Also, Sean, we have a Facebook page that we don't update. Do you like Facebook? I don't. I don't either, but I'm on there every day. <laughs> Go to facebook.com slash two player co op gaming. You can see all the videos we get tagged in from the great guys over at Nerd901. Thank you guys so much for watching us. This has been episode 98. Oh, and if you haven't, Go check out episode two of Mario Monday. I forgot to say that at the beginning. Mario Monday, we did World 2 on Monday. Go check that out. World 3 next week. And then episode 99 next week. And then, you know. And then World 4 after and that. And then episode 100 then episode after that. 100. And sometime we need to do five Then we need to play yeah. some more. Episode 98. It's been fun. This has been fun. Sean, take us out. Oh, this is slippery. This is not going to work. This will be the. This will be the time. Because you got like a catcher's mitt. Yeah, but it's slippery. I can barely. That's what she said. Okay. Thank you for playing. Oh, it hit my hand. It hit my hand. It hit both hands. Ah. If I didn't have these on, I probably would have caught. That's not true. No, you would have never even gotten close. I almost just need to go. Thank you for playing, and just hope that it lands on it because I'll never be able to. Grab I want it. you to bring a catcher's mitt next time. <laughs> I need like a NFL receiver glove. Oh, yeah, we're with just the, with, stick, the stick with some stick em. I'm going to finish my bourbon, but uh, do the thing. Snap.